Welcome to episode 20 of the Dudes Spaking Dudes podcast. This is not a podcast about historical upsets at the Olympics, nor is it a podcast about the fascinating world of parking garage design. This is a podcast about dudes who are spanking dudes and dudes who are being spanked by other dudes. And this podcast is hosted by two dudes. I don't know where you come up with these. Hey guys, it's Brian, a.k.a. Clue, back <laughs> for another episode. And I am Scott, also known as Red Spank Scott. Welcome back, Brian. Thank you, thank you. Yes, Brian is back for a very particular reason. Brian and I uh, just recently returned from Georgia, where we attended Badass Weekend, and that's what this entire episode is going to yeah. be about, talking about experiences there, how great it is, and why you should all go. Uh, but before that, a, a little bit of business. First of all, for uh, Moonburn goers uh, in Los Angeles, or people who are planning to come out to Los Angeles uh, in December. So uh, for those who listen to the podcast know that the December Los, the, the Moonburn parties in Los Angeles are on the first Saturday of each month. Um, unfortunately, the December 2018th Moonburn has been canceled. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, there was a, a uh, scheduling snafu uh, where some other event was scheduled at the same time uh, that cannot be canceled. So uh, our Moonburn has been canceled. It will be back the first weekend or the first Saturday in January. Um, so hopefully it'll be twice as busy. Uh, I hope that, so. yeah, all yeah. these bad boys are going to get their Christmas time sanctions. So yes, that's true. Be caught up on. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Yep, so so do not make any plans to come out to the December Moonburn. Instead, come out in January. Um, and then uh, in other news, I have decided to attempt uh, make a stab at self-publishing on Kindle, and I have taken some of uh, my uh, chapters from Aaron's Game, have compiled them into a book, uh, and the book title is Aaron's Game, uh, Book One, World of Pain. It is available on Kindle, so if you go to Amazon, and you search for Aaron's Game, you should be able to find it. Um, I will link to it. Um, it's great. I had um, G. Lightfoot, who has done some artwork. He did an, an original cover for it. Um, it is a compilation of the first 10 chapters uh, of, of the series that have been posted online for years, but it's just a nice – some people like to read them all. It's like – think of it like a comic book compilation. Um, I've yeah. sold all of all – of, it's only two ninety nine. Um, I've I've sold all of ten copies so far. Oh, <laughs> uh, we we need to sell more than that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a good time, but Brian, you've got a couple of books available also. Um, I do. Yes, if you search, I believe my name is a S G Croup on Amazon. I have uh, I have my uh, my Argus the Werewolf Spanker little series up there. I have a couple other uh, solo works as well. If anyone wants to check them out sometime. And um, what, what was your what's your author name? Oh, my author name is just Red Spank Scott. So oh, that's easy to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it is a kind of experiment. I'm just going to see if people like it uh, and people like that format, and I might publish some of the additional chapters into a book format. Uh, and it might also might possibly write like some original spanking fiction that hasn't been posted um, mm. online for free, if you know or. S&M fiction, something, I don't know, we'll think about it. But So anyway, check it out um, if you're interested. Yes, they're, they're quality works. I've, yes. I've read them. They're, they're excellent. You should definitely get them. Yeah, and I've kind of gone back through them and did, did another editing pass and to clean things up and, and, and make it uh, read a little bit better. Author's preferred work. Yes, yeah, director's cut. Um, so anyway, uh -huh. 
so let us in the real dudes spake it real dudes section. There was a lot of real dudes well, that's, spanking going that's on. That's going to be October. the whole episode, I think. Yes. <laughs> A lot of it. A lot of real dudes spanking in October. Um, we went to yeah, badass weekend um, in Augusta, Georgia in October. Um, so, uh, Brian, how did you end up going? So I ended up going because uh, Daddy Vegas, the other podcast co-host, um, he worked on me for several months to <laughs> come out to this. Um, he and I, you know, you know, we've been talking pretty regularly for a while. Yeah. Um, we've become pretty good friends. I moved recently. I'm not in Texas anymore. I'm up in New York, um, close to New York City, but not close enough to really get any action where I am. So I've been getting even less spanking play where I am now than I used to in Austin. So, like, I've been, I've been craving things and I haven't been getting any since I think the last time I got any before that as weekend was for my birthday back in April so Frank knew that he knew that he had to get me down there in order to, to fill you know the void <laughs> the spank void so yeah he um he, he convinced me it, it, it took a long time but eventually yeah he convinced me to go and I'm glad that he did so I had a great time yeah and as, as for me I, I you know we've been invited ever since we first promoted Badass Weekend very early in the podcast um, and I've always been very I'm very bad about vacations I, I forget to take them I'm just here um, you know I, I talk about how you know I get spoiled by living in Los Angeles. Like if if I want to go to the beach, I just go to the beach. You know, I just like. <laughs> so if I want to go to Disneyland, I go to Disneyland. Um, and and so like what kind of happening is that I for I the last vacation I took was last November. Um, it was a family cruise down to Mexico. And so this entire year I haven't had a vacation. I just finally realized it was like, so I decided to treat going to Badass Weekend as an actual vacation. And so, yep, yep. So I took that entire week off. Um, they had actually asked me if I wanted to record a podcast episode there. Um, I, I kind of thought about it. I'm not really kind of set up to record remotely. I haven't really learned about recording yeah, if, that much <laughs> if we were better at technical things we probably would have yeah i was thinking about it too but yeah it was it was it was more fun just to play around for the whole weekend though without yes really worry about that yeah it would have added it would have added a certain amount of stress and i you know and i was like this is this is going to be my vacation so i'll just go and have fun and then we can talk about it afterwards so yeah. so that's exactly what we did um and so so that the uh Badass Weekend itself ran from Thursday through Sunday morning. Um, I actually decided to fly out on Wednesday. And so it's at the Parliament Resort in Augusta, Georgia. Uh, I want to give give them a shout-out by name. Um, it is a, a gay-owned, operated little um, hotel. Um, it's an, an adorable little place. It's, it's a, a throwback to the 50s. Well, I say throwback. It's, it's, it was most likely literally built in, in, in the 50s and 60s in the days when, you know, families would go and pile in their cars and go out and, you know, do road trips and, and stay in hotels. And and so it's, it's that kind of a place. Um, and they treated us really well there. They were really nice. I felt right at home as soon as I, as soon as I walked in, 
the um, the lady at the front desk. You know, she she gave me that that southern hospitality. Lots <laughs> yes, of, lots of bless your heart from her. I was like, oh, I, I feel <laughs> definitely back in the south now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So, so they were sweethearts. Um, it was very affordable, you know. I, I advantage from like living in Los Angeles. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is this is probably the cheapest vacation I've had. Um, yeah. In in many years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that, was, that was also definitely a plus. Yes. Yeah, so, so one of the fun things that happened, of course, is so there's an airport that goes directly into Augusta, Georgia. It's a small airport, and it only serves like two airlines. And so you're either flying in from from um, Atlanta or from Charlotte, depending on the airline. So I was flying in from Atlanta, and the funny thing that happened is I flew from flew, flew from Los Angeles out to Atlanta, picked up on a flight on Atlanta, and who was on my flight but um, Daddy Vegas himself ended up being on my <laughs> flight in, uh, as well as someone else in the speaking community who I hadn't met yet. So I got to meet him, you know, so, so at the airport, he reckoned, because I just kind of checked in on recon, because I kind of do that. So he, you know, he saw me on 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 recon and came over and said hi uh, at the gate, and we, we chatted a bit while we were waiting for the plane. Uh, yeah, so, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, so I arrived on Wednesday, and they were setting up. And uh, I ended up, you know, helping them set up. Um, so this is, it's a, an outdoor hotel essentially. So it's like, a, you know, it's one of those hotels where it has sort of two floors, um, where all the the doors are outside, um, you know, and parking. It's you know, old fashioned motel from the, like I said, the fifties and sixties. Um, uh, so we had pretty much they. they controlled the hotel essentially they controlled the the main hotel and there was an overflow hotel where you ended up staying at and daddy vegas stayed at um and so we were we had the run of the place and we could just do what we wanted so they had a, a big tent set up outside um where were the gatherings were taking place um and so we helped set that up and so so we had dinners uh they arranged for catering uh each night for thursday friday and saturday night and then a brunch on sunday um and we all kind of got to get to know each other. There were, uh, at the end of it, there were about uh, 140 people, 141 41 men who showed up um, to participate in the event. So uh, let's kind of just kind of go over. Uh, so and I that's, arrived. That's, that's pretty much the limit that the, the capacity that the, the, the hotels did hold was, was that number. Yeah. Not yeah. So it did, it did really, really, really well. Um, so. Uh, I came in on Wednesday. It was very casual. Didn't really do any spankings. But just we, we set things up, and then we went out to dinner together, and it was fun. I'm um, truly startled. You went a whole day without any spankings. <laughs> no, I was I was totally. I remember I had flown over from Los Angeles, so essentially, when you fly from you know from California to the East Coast, you essentially lose an entire day. It just like literally like three hours just simply disappear out of your yeah. life like they never existed. <laughs> so so it was a bit it was a I, I wasn't up to doing much. It was all you know you're you're you get a little bit of lag. Um, so but then Thursday yeah, you know yeah yeah Thursday folks are so, so you arrived and you you were hanging out. Uh, it was a while actually before I met you. So so what were you up to when you arrived? Um, let's see, I got in around, like, noonish, I think, so, you know, I checked in, did all that, um, and I think the first person I actually met was Daddy Vegas, because before this, I had promised him that he would be able to give me my first spanking at the AW, 
which which he was all too happy to do. <laughs> but um, so I I went over to, to his room. We were we were pretty close, and you know he's such a sweetheart. He um, he gave a gift to me, which is like he gave me a big bag, just full of spanking implements. Um, there was like a classic Jokari paddle. There's all different. He gave me a a strap like a genuine strap from I think like the 1940s um, and show me how to use it. So it's, it, it was like, he was like, um, like thanking Santa, just, <laughs> <laughs> just giving presents, except the presents are, are to be used on the naughty boys. But, um, so after he gave me the, pre- the, the presents, he, um, he told me he had to teach me how to use them. But before that, I would have to take five swats with each implement he had given me. So that that was my first spanking, and it it was already painful. I was already feeling it on the first day. <laughs> but that was that was a lot of fun. Um, it was great to like meet him in person and everything. And then I think after that, I think I might have found you at some point, and you you sort of showed me around. Yeah, but... yeah. What are the what are the neat things? Um, so so this is a gay hotel. It's also interestingly enough. Uh, because it's, it's away from the cities, you know, Augusta is not a huge community, but it's, you know, it's a community. Um, the hotel is also essentially like the community's S&M club. Um, it has a permanent dungeon um, the, that has taken over some of the, some old hotel rooms that have been repurposed, and it's now a permanently an S&M dungeon. And there are regular events there besides this. Like the weekend before um, we went down, there was a, a fisting event um, at the hotel that sold out for people who were into that. So, yeah, so so it's essentially people in the community come out to um, that hotel, not just, you know, for, for gays, but, but for S&M play. It's, it's, so it was really, really neat to see that there. It's a hotel, and it's an S&M dungeon. So that was, that was a lot well, of I mean, fun. I... I think all hotels should have a permit attached <laughs> to it. But that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that, um, was, that was neat to see all that. Um, like none of it was in use yet, but no, know, not it yet. Sort of like showed me the layout of the place. Yeah, and then a couple of of your friend, your new friends, um, showed up, and they they were they're going to be a very prominent part of this 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 podcast episode. They, they did. Um, so their names are are DJ and David. Um, I've known them for a little while now. Um, we're actually we're um they're role play buddies of mine, online role playing. Um, we play we play D and D once a week online. So this this was my first time meeting them in person, and it turns out we all had really great chemistry together. So I'm I'm really happy that they made it out. Um, they only they only agreed to uh, to come out I think like a couple of weeks before. So I just happened to mention like oh yeah I'm I'll be attending this thing in, in Georgia this weekend, so I won't be able to play the game that we do. And they were like, oh, that's actually pretty close to us. We could just drive down. And I was like, wait, really? So so they did. And um, it was a lot of fun. They're, um, they're close-ish to my age. They're a couple years younger. Um, both, you know, both good-looking guys, both super geeky um, yes, there were some very, both, very, very lengthy discussions, not just about spanking, um, but about role-play games and Magic uh, the Gathering. Yes, <laughs> much Magic the Gathering talk was had, which, which I got to sleep through. I, I, that's, that's never been a big part of my life, but you know, it was, it's just it was fun to see how into it you guys were. 
And so not only, you know, they're, they're, they're friendly nerds and they're also, they're both very hard, very mean thinkers. Yes, there, it was, <laughs> it was, it was very interesting, it, they're, but they're both relatively new to the Spaking community, right? This was like the first yeah, thing that they've gone to. they're newer than I am, which <laughs> I was surprised by, but yeah, they're, um, this is like the first, uh, quote, like event they've been to, their first Spanking event, um, like they, they've both been into Spanking for a while. I think they're um they've only started doing it out outside of fantasy um fairly recently. And they they just started I think it's part of their um their like relationship with each other because they've also just started dating fairly recently as well. Yes. So they have domestic discipline between each other. Yes, and, they're they're both they're no. both switches, they both spake each other, um and they're both very, very much, you know, adorable with each other. They're very, they, they go back and forth between they hugging. Were, they be- were nauseating. <laughs> <laughs> Being all huggy with each other and spanking each other. So it, it was very kind of funny and different, and everybody adored them. Um, yeah, and, I think they, they were, uh, yeah, they, the, the whole place fell in love with these two. Yeah, yeah. So as and you and I, um, I am pretty particular but also you once once everyone realized who you were we were both treated like celebrities and it was <laughs> like every single person had listened to the podcast i think i think you you found like maybe two people in the whole crowd who hadn't listened yes yeah there were only two guys and one was it one was had like recently like, we're listening, like who hasn't listened we need to find someone who hasn't listened to us yeah and, and one had only <laughs> recently like moved to america from australia so it was like a lot of you know um it was great it was it was like a little bit unnerving i got you and then it became funny and then i you know i eventually kind of had to get over it i um, and again, recognizing now that I have an extremely distinctive voice, um, and the minute I talked to somebody, they were like, "You're Scott from the podcast." It's oh, like, see, that, that happened <laughs> a couple times too. I, I guess I'm the same way. But yeah, it, was, <laughs> it it never really stopped being a little weird. Cause I'm just like everyone knows who I am, but like I don't know who they are. So it was like <laughs> I felt like I was at a disadvantage a couple times. But you know, everyone. It was. It's nice to see that that people listen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was great to get to know a whole bunch of people around the country. That one of my goals to go for going to this is to meet all of these people on the East Coast or elsewhere in the country, whom I I know have been part of the speaking community for a long time, but you know have never made it out to Los Angeles, so I've never met them. So I got to meet all of these people who were part of the speaking community. Um, it was great. So. Um, uh, I did start doing some spanking on Thursday. Spanked a few guys. Um, oh, as part of the whole celebrity treatment, um, the room they gave me. Well, I, I should I should mention they didn't. The the hosts they were all sweethearts. Um, and I noticed throughout the weekend they were actually you know being very very nice and checking in on everyone to make sure that everyone was enjoying themselves. So they weren't like they were constantly yeah, checking I in on me. Uh, but I'm like I was like oh are they doing this because they want me to talk, but no, they were, they were being absolute sweethearts to everybody. So it was, you know, it was just everyone. <laughs> they, they put me in a room that was just around the corner from the dungeon and the tent um, where everything was set up. So it was like right in the center of the action, mm-hmm. uh, which was fun because what I could do is bring guys to my room, um, which I did this a couple of times, open up the blinds and keep the door open and spank guys in my room, and, and people could come by and watch. Um, and that happened a few times. And in fact, uh, you know, 
I, I found victims that way. I had you know some come and watch and and. Uh, I, oh really? I was, I was giving someone a spanking, and someone came over to watch. It's like, uh, and uh, afterwards he expressed interest. So it's like, okay, it's your turn. Yeah, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, oh, to uh, I'm sure a, a question that 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 uh, listeners probably have. Uh, much like Moonburn, uh, when you show up and you registered for the event, um, they had ar- they had armbands where you could identify yourself as a top, bottom, switch, or voyeur, just like yeah. just like at Moonburn. Um, and then there it's were a good na- system. Yeah, that works. And then yeah, we had name tags too, so we did all know who each other was yeah yeah it was it was very cool um yeah so so i went there as a top um had in mind you know and of course <laughs> it was funny like i, I could pretend since everyone knew me already it, it was funny that i was doing this because everyone knew exactly what i was doing so i i went there as a top um but since i've talked on the podcast repeatedly about getting more and more to bottoming and trying to find guys to bottom with i had my eye on whether or not i would find guys to bottom with and eventually i would and it becomes a very interesting story um at first though i didn't well yeah yeah for most of thursday though nothing and actually for all of thursday um you know i was meeting all these guys but you know getting to know all these guys and nobody triggered this sort of desire to bottom for me yeah and i you you told me that I was very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, was, I wanted to see you bottom. <laughs> well, you saw you, he's he, Brian has seen Boss Man beat my ass uh, pretty hard. Yeah, I I only saw it for a little while that one time though, because then I was dragged away by somebody else. So I wanted <laughs> to see it happen properly. Yeah, um, and and he did. <laughs> uh, but uh, so but before that. Um, I decided to have some fun. I, I, we had had some conversations up on the pool, so I had gotten to know David and G, DJ a little bit, and I saw them play a little bit, and I, and I noticed that they seemed to be able to take quite a bit of punishment. Um, so I decided the three, and then the three of you kind of went off on your own and disappeared for like yeah, the I entire was, afternoon. I was very selfish. I kept them like all to myself uh-huh. for the whole day. But you know, I you know we were friends. I wanted to to spend time with them. So yeah, we were. Um, we hung out in their room for a while. I went in over to them, and you know, the, I think the first thing we did was we had um, we had arranged for a wrestling match to be held, like first thing, because you know I'm I'm into wrestling, and so I, me and David went up against each other, and he he pretty much effortlessly. Oh yes. <laughs> I was uh, thrown over his knee for a while, and you know I I got to spank DJ for a while. You know, we were a great thing about it was because this is probably the first time I had spent an extended period of time around guys who not only were, you know, they were close to my age. We were also, we were all switches. We all enjoyed giving and receiving. So it was just a really great experience to like, just have that for a little while and just play and have fun. And it's, it was, yeah, I, I really enjoyed myself. So, um, <laughs> so I was, we were over there. Um, we went into the pool for a while. We, um, it turns out the buoyancy of the water makes it very easy to just grab someone and hold them um, under one arm with their butt, like, you know, up over the water and just spank them that way. That was a lot of fun to do. Um, yeah, it, it was like own, a porn. Uh, yeah, it was yeah. like a porn movie going on. There was a spanking <laughs> porn movie being filmed in the pool. Pretty yeah, much. But it was it was only us there. Like there yeah. was one guy sitting on one of the uh, chairs for a while. I thought we were doing a fun show, but then. 
we looked up after a while and like he had went away. So we're just yeah. like, <laughs> where did our audience go? <laughs> but you know, but it was it was all good. We were having a great time by ourselves. We went we went out to dinner for a while. Um, I know we had that we had a conversation with you for a little while. I got to introduce them to you and yeah. you to them, and vice versa. And then um, I think after after a while we were um. Oh, that's, we, we were in the hot tub as well, and then we we showed up to dinner because we heard that dinner was happening. Yes, you showed up late to dinner, as a we, matter of fact. We weren't that late. <laughs> I think we we missed what we missed like the opening statements. I think. Yeah, you missed. Yeah, you missed. We, we we might have been a little bit late. I think we were the last people there. But. <laughs> Yeah, so there are these things at the dinner at, at, in the tent, and, and I decided to take advantage of the situation and, and let the start letting the bully come out a little bit. Um, so mm-hmm. there are um, there are discipline forms, discipline report forms uh, at all the tables where you can um, fill out Every, and everyone and, has access to it. It's open to everyone. Yeah. And so you can, you know, state if uh, if someone uh, needs to be punished for some reason, and you fill it out uh, what the reasons were, um, and what the punishment will be, and when it will be, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, of course, you know, um, well, I'm going to explain what I did, and just because it's hot to describe what happened, and then I'll kind of describe explain the psychology uh, behind it. So. So to make the things that I did to make sure that everyone was okay with it. Um, so first of all, so what I did once they came and sat down, there was a seat next to Brian that had been filled. So I went and walked over to them. I had my uh, sent down. I was like, "Hey guys!" And so that I immediately because I was already sit- sitting and I had already eaten. I think I had already eaten by the time you guys had come. And so I walked over and pulled it up. It's like, "So it looks like you boys are late for dinner." Um, and so I started filling this form out directly in front of them. So, so all three of them were there, um, to see me say that, you know, oh, here are these discipline slips and I was explaining what they were, uh, <laughs> because they didn't know cause they were late to dinner. Um, and so, so the idea was they were going to be punished for being late to dinner. Um, mostly, and also really because I it, wanted, it, I wanted it turned to... into a, a practical, demonstration yeah. of what they were. Yeah. And so and so here's what I did. So I let the bully out. So the uh, so so I went with this sort of head game thing. So they were going to between the three of them, um, the, the the punishment that I ordered was thirty on underwear, thirty uh, paddle swats on underwear, thirty paddle swats on bare butt. Um, distributed how they how the three of them decided. So we had to decide between ourselves how many each of us would get yeah and and so and the twist you know and then and then the plot twist here was um they all had to agree uh and if they could not come to an agreement each of them was going to get 30 on their underwear 30 on bare butt so it's either 60 swats spread out between the three of them or 60 swats each um, and then uh, I set it up so that it would be the next day in the dungeon in the afternoon. So they had a day to think about it. Thanks, to plan. thanks by the dungeon master. Yes, me because I was volunteering for the their their volunteers to kind of keep track track on 
uh, on the dungeon and make sure that people are, you know, who are there are um, actual paying, you know, who are participating in the event itself and not strangers wandering, wandering in who are not part of Badass Weekend. Um, so, yeah, so they had to date, yeah, date and plan it out. So it's kind of a, you know, part of it was a head, what is obviously a head game, like try to get them to turn on each other. And I've done this with, with, with a bride and a friend before at Moonburn to try to get them to turn on each other in order to get them more punishment. So, but let's strip kind of like, so, so let's strip the head game away. There's, there are reasons that I did it, did it this way for their benefit, uh, because I wanted to make sure that they bought into the scenario rather than pushing it on them. So the first of all was, of course, I sat down and did that in front of them. And I did that even though I did not know them very well and Brian was sitting there. So Brian could have, you know, you could have done something at yeah, any so I, point. I, I, I could have stepped in and say, oh, you know, this isn't really their thing. Yeah. Or, you know, I, I could have said something at that point and made it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I could have said something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then so and so what I was really doing is saying, um, I'd like to give you guys some SWATs. Uh, I could give you 20 SWATs each, if you like, but I'd like to give you more if you want more. I'd love to give you guys 60 SWATs each, but I'm going to set up this fun little nasty bully scenario um, where, you know, where I'm giving them essentially the power to decide. Yeah, you're inviting us to misbehave if we so chose. Yes, that's the, yes. give ourselves a worse punishment. Yeah. Yeah, it's a phrase that, you know, and we've talked about it, I think, in the episode we had about, about being brats or, or you know, anything to allow the bottom to make the situation worse if they want to um, because they want more punishment. Um, and so I did that here. And so we let things play out. Um, so I just, you know, so I did not, I didn't spank any of them that, that evening. I didn't spank you. I didn't spank David or DJ, um, but I did spank some other guys. They played in the dungeon. And, and then, so what I, what happened was I watched, um, I watched David and DJ playing, and they spank really hard. They do. And they like to double-team guys. Yes! They come as a package. So, yeah, they had they pretty much had a line <laughs> in the dungeon of, of guys interested in playing with them. Yeah. and Which is really cute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it really... So they were kind of like, they were... And it wasn't, you know, they, they were not interested in, you've been, well, not necessarily interested in, oh, you've been a naughty boy and that sort of thing. It, it wasn't daddy, you know, they were, it was my favorite kind of spanking play, which is this sort of peer fraternal spanking. Um, and so I didn't really think much about it at the time. And then what ended up happening Thursday evening was that I had insomnia. Oh, no. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I, I, I assume. Yeah, I could never figure out what caused it. I'm, I'm figuring it must have been the time, you know, the time difference, which I thought would normally make me sleepy earlier since I was flying up. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. you know, that plus they're in an un un unfamiliar place. You know, yeah. of, your your body is getting used to all the activity you're doing. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's lots of different reasons. Yeah, so psychological reasons. Yeah, yeah. So I got absolutely zero sleep Thursday night, and so. What I was left was just sitting there with my imagination and thinking about spanking. And, and so what ended up happening is I just kind of got into my own head and I started thinking more and more and more about how David and DJ played. Um, and I really liked it. And I started thinking, well, maybe I had spent, you know, the entire evening trying to get his, you know, trying to get to know a whole bunch of people and just nobody had connected with me as a top. 
you know, as with them as a top and me as a bottom. Um, everyone I saw as, you know, fellow tops um, or, or fun bottoms uh, to spank. Um, and so I started, the more and more I started thinking about it, by around like four in the morning, I was thinking I wanted to bottom for David and DJ. Uh, and, yeah. So, um, and so I just kind of started thinking about it and thinking about it. And I was in this weird situation where like, well, wait, I had just arranged to, for the next day <laughs> to be, a, to be this nasty bully top with them. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to work around this somehow. And of course my mind started because I couldn't sleep. Uh, so, so wheels within wheels. And so like, I, th- I don't remember what was it, maybe eight, seven thirty in the morning when I texted you. I, it was somewhere around there. I, I happened to be awake at the time. And uh, what did you say to me? You were like, could could you ask David and DJ if if they would be interested, if if given the opportunity, if they would be interested in in spanking me? Yes, I'm very kind of or like something like that. Yeah, I'm very kind of like I I, I kind of do that. It's like, would you kind of maybe if there was an opportunity, would you maybe be interested in spanking me? Um, and, and they were, I guess. Yes. Well, as soon as I saw their text, I was like, oh, 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 (laughs) because I I knew exactly what it meant. So I don't think I even asked them at first. I I just replied to you. I was like, yeah, they will be (laughs) (laughs) just because I know them. They're, they're, they're both, um, they both actually have quite a thing for role reversal, turning the tables on the tops and giving them spankings. And I think they even privately told me before that that you were so cocky when you filled out that discipline slip. They were mm-hmm. like, I think both of them were like, we kind of want to spank Scott for doing that. Oh, yes. And I think at the time I just told them, well, just, you know, maybe you'll get the chance. We'll, we'll see how what happens. But then you sent the text to me the next morning. And I was like, oh, the, here, here, here's the chance. <laughs> so, yeah, I, um, I relayed your message. But over top of it, I put my own message. I was like, this is his way of saying he definitely wants you to spank him (laughs) (laughs) yeah and so so they had they had breakfast there at the cafe and um so i eventually i we went out to breakfast or you guys eventually came out and and um and to just to 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 show that this was a a gay hotel I, i had breakfast while listening to a disco cover of don't cry for me argentina (laughs) so here's what i kind of like worked out in my head um because i wanted to make sure that i deserved it you know the whole role reversal thing and so what i said to them when we when we we met up for breakfast like okay if you work things out so that i get to give you guys the maximum punishment then i will uh submit to you submit to them um that evening for some, we were talking about, we had been talking about spanking games, or all big, you know, the idea of, of, of using games to decide who gets spanked. Um, and so what I told them is like, uh, you can arrange a spanking game in the evening where the two of them, David and DJ, uh, would not be subjected to any spankings. If they lost, I took their spankings. You're you're the whipping boy. I would be the whipping that. boy. Now, Brian, you, Brian, poor Brian, uh, he he got he he 
he was not invited. Uh, so, so if he lost, he would he would get spanked as normal, which is fine because, like, oh, otherwise, it's it's not a spanking game if I'm the only one who can get spanked. Yeah. Then, then it's just, <laughs> then it's just, hey guys, let's, let's get together and just spank Scott for a while. <laughs> well, there's the element of of chance to it. Like, you would be getting spanked no matter what. Yeah. But depending how the game, how each round of the game turned out, you'd be getting spanked by someone different. You'd be getting different amount of spanking. Yeah. And and I may or may not be getting a spanked with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so, so they agreed to that plan, um, and so you know we, we I essentially kind of waiting to see what happened uh, when when I brought them into the dungeon for their punishment. But during but also, so you guys came by my room. We hung out in my room for a while, um, and initially I think I just. Um, uh, so uh, David and DJ wanted to see how how good I was at spanking. So I was yeah. giving them spankings, and that, and that at that point is where I realized where I realized that David is a also a very tough bottom. So he he's, is, yes, he's very tough. It's very tough to get a, a reaction out of him, and and he, he wants to give reactions, like he wants to get it hard. Yes, and he teased me um, because he I was did, giving. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and that was like okay. Um, uh, so, so, so I made a decision then and there, which I didn't tell him about, which is that when it came time for the punishment session, that I was going to paddle him harder than either the two of you. Um, Ouch. Yeah, and so, and then he actually, he, um, I think I submitted to spankings from both of them as well, just hand spankings, just to kind of see. I think there was some, some paddling. Just to kind of get to know, and and he spakes hard as well. He's got a strong hand spaking skills, uh, very much so. Yeah, he he got me whittling <laughs> very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think at that tough point, hand, tough ass, yeah. just tough everything. And so then. Um, evening came around or well no afternoon came around time for that session uh so we brought them back i brought them back into the dungeon at first there was only a couple of folks there uh, but then it got around very quickly that i was that i was doing some sort of a scene and uh, by the time i done like the first well, I, round I think, of swats i think the panel was like just ending so people were were leaving that and and coming into the dungeon oh yeah yeah, yeah, oh yeah, so, like, we the didn't. The timing yeah. worked that well. Yeah, yeah. So the um, so what I did is I brought three chairs into the back room for the three of you, um, and uh, had you bend over the chairs for your swat side by side. So all three of them side by side, a nice you know, nice view in 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 the central location so everyone could come watch. And so, you know, I did the test. I had, you know, at first I asked um, David how many SWATs he'd agreed to, and nobody had any. I, I thought I thought I was gonna I thought I was gonna like work up to the realization that they couldn't decide, but they just immediately collapsed. It just like immediately collapsed, and like no one had any idea how many SWATs they agreed to. <laughs> So well, there was... I think we got confused because we were like, well, we want to take the full amount, but like we hadn't worked out ahead of time like <laughs> what, what our bratty argument would be to earn the full amount. So we just sort of stammered for a little while instead. That was, that was a role-playing faux pas on our part. Yeah, so, <laughs> so it's like, okay, and yeah, and I think it was like you had said that that, that David had agreed to take your swats, and David had said, you know, yeah, and so and it was... I would... Which was a lie. <laughs> I, 
Yes. So, yeah, so we, we, we eventually settled on, you know, arguing and, and bickering with each other while you just sort of stood over us looking, you know, looking uh, intimidating, holding yep. your paddle. So yep. Yep, knowing and I, that you would end up giving us the full amount. Yep, and so so it's like, oh, looks like they made a decision, and they were each going to get thirty swats on their underwear and thirty swats on their bare butt. And um, I used my Jukari paddle, and um, that's exactly what they did. And I kind of bounced. I did some kind of fun little bully things where I start. You know, I the first round I went person to person to person. Um, and then I, you know, I made them count out how many I had given them and how many they had left. Oh, I didn't make great. them count while I was giving the swats, but I was doing some head games here to try and, you know, catch them off guard. So I would suddenly change the order that I was giving the swats, and so I think I, I bounced back to. I was, it looked like I was going to paddle David, but instead I leaned over and paddled uh, DJ instead. Uh huh. Uh, just to be mean, and and a couple of times you, you switched up you switched up the amount you would give us. Like usually it was it was ten. Yeah. I think you gave David ten, and then DJ ten, and then it was my turn. I figured it ought to be ten, but you gave me like eleven instead. But luckily I I was counting, <laughs> and, and I gave the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, so so I was fiddling, fiddling around with that just to try to kind of catch him off guard. Uh, trying, trying to get me. <laughs> yep. I was, yeah, it's a, I mean, it's part of the mind game thing is part of bully play. And mm-hmm. um, and then, and for, for Dave, like I said, I gave David really, you know, full-on hard punishment level swats. The last 10 Ouch. were, and they were bare butt, were absolute really really hard swats um and then you know because he was he was taking them and and you and you and dj were reacting so i was like i was being a little bit you know i was making sure they stung well i was i was already tender by then yeah i've yeah. been getting spanked all weekend so <laughs> i was i was actually quite grateful I, I could tell you were going a little bit easy on me which i yeah. was very grateful for <laughs> just I don't know if I could have taken thirty, you know, real, yeah. real scorchers. Yeah, and, yeah, and you and you wanted to play with so many other people as well, and I'm like, I didn't want, you know, I've known you for a long time, and you're right. at a place with all these new people that you hadn't met before, and I wanted to make sure that you had plenty of time to play with as many people as you wanted. Yeah, um, so I, I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. So then after that, I, I thought I was whispering, but um, my, my voice tends to carry as, you know, which works out well for the podcast uh, because everyone can always hear me on the podcast. Um, I thought I was whispering to David that I was, because I had given him the harshest punishment, I was putting him, you know, I, I told him that he was in charge now of, you know, of the games that we played. He was, I was giving complete control over what happened to my butt to him. But actually, it was loud enough so that everyone could hear me in the room. Yeah, I, I'm literally, I'm pretty sure the entire room heard you. <laughs> but that would come later in the evening. Um, before then, there were some, uh, the, the other great thing about Badass Weekend is that they have these little seminars and panels and stuff where we talk about um, uh, spanking play and tips on, on how to spank in certain ways. Daddy Vegas gave a panel on um, on using belts and, and strapping and some tips for tops and bottoms. I was supposed to give a panel with Jaden uh, from WAPS, who was also there. Um, ours got rained out on Saturday. It rained. Um, so, 
Because I wanted the superior panels. I'm still I'm still disappointed by that. I wasn't sure. I found out I was doing a panel when I arrived. There was there was a brief email conversation. They wanted to know if we if I wanted to do some sort of panel about the podcast and about the spanking community. I was like, sure. As stated, the state of the spanking community. No further conversation when I got there. Um, they, then I found out they did want me on the panel. Like, and so we kind of sat down and, and talked about what it might be. One of the organizers was going to ask us questions about, you know, our experiences in being developing these sort of things like the podcast and and the and WAPS that that Jaden. But then, but then it rained and it got canceled. Um, so, yeah. But there were other panels, including um, one on uh, hand spanking uh, by oh, a God. by a friend of ours. Um, who, which is funny, who I, I, I met here, or actually, no, I met, <laughs> I met in Austin, actually, when it, when, when I finally met Brian in person, met you in person, I also met him, uh, at a, at a work event, uh, who is, how, would, how funny is that, that you beat other Spanktoes at work things? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so and again, it was because of the podcast. He had heard the podcast, so so he um, Rue Gage is is how how folks some folks probably know him. He's pretty well known as being a very good hand speaker. So so the three of you guys played with him as well, right? Yeah. So after after the panel, um, which which we had watched him give, which was excellent, um, he he did, he did a variety of positions. He showed us, you know, how to. How to do various things. It was it was very informative and and also pretty hot because it was a spanking panel and we were watching him give, you know, a spanking while <laughs> while doing it. But yeah. um, so after that was over, we went over to compliment him and I don't remember how the conversation snaked around to him spanking the three of us, but somehow he did it. Tops just have a way of of just sort of <laughs> manipulating conversation so that they get their way. If you hadn't noticed, but yeah, so we all we all trooped behind him back to his room, um, and he put us in a very, in, I thought it was a really awesome position. Um, he put David and DJ over a knee each, so they're each over one of his knees, and then you know I'm I'm standing there watching this. And I'm just like, well, you know, where am I during it? I, I guess I don't I don't get a spanking. <laughs> free. Nope, that didn't happen. He um he put me in the wheelbarrow position, like, over top of the two of them. So, like, he has access to all three of our butts. It was like... It was like he was a drummer, and our asses were the drum set, basically. And and he worked on us for a while. It was it was a lot of fun. It was really interesting, like... Because, you know, I would, I, I'm a squirmer. I wiggle and squirm. But, like, I was squirming, like, over the two of them. So, like, it was, like, different sensations than I'm used to. But yeah, that was um very humiliating. Um he later put me in the diaper position as well, which was also awful. I hate the diaper position. <laughs> it's the worst. Um but yeah, so that just um Oh for the, for those that oh, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, for the for those who who might not have heard of the diaper or the wheelbarrow or the diaper position, the wheelbarrow is when you are um on sitting imagine sitting on a guy's lap and then um bending yourself forward so that your the top half of your body is be, between his legs on and and your right. your arms are resting on the floor and your butt is face up facing him and you know he your legs are yeah, behind and your legs his are like back. wrapped like around his torso 
Yeah, and and for the diaper position, I I, I love that position. It's it's great. I have to put diapers in it, but yeah, and then diaper position is um when you're on your yeah, back and you're you're right. on on a bed or on their lap or somewhere, and your legs are up uh over you know up over your head, and it really the, the people don't like that position because as well you know it's a, a mean position because first of all you feel very helpless. And the other very, thing, it's very exposed. Very exposed. All of you is on display. Yes, all of you. Yeah, but but like all of you. Yeah, yeah, and it kind I of. Just, I I just think the spanks hurt more in that position. Yeah, too. because your skin is stretched over your muscles. Yeah, You're, it's more of a bed than say than a typical over the knee. Um, so there's less cushion. Um, yeah, so, so lots of lots of spankings going on. I've been spanking some other guys uh, while you guys were playing. I think I ended up spanking about between over the course of the weekend. I think I spanked twelve different dudes. Um, yeah, and so then evening twelve, 12 red butts. Yeah, yep. So then, so then evening came, and it was my turn to to bottom for real. Yeah, your turn to get spanked. Yeah, finally. Yeah, so 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 David had worked out a plan. Um, we were going to go to their hotel room. Um, and play uh, a game called Fibbage, which is a is a video game online party game where the goal is to kind of trick. We were all playing, and they would it would be a trivia question, um, and you would have to come up with an answer. And if you didn't know the answer, you had to come up with a convincing enough lie so that you were trying to trick other people into choosing your answer. Yeah, to thinking that was the right one. Yeah, and to think really, it's, it's just something yeah. you made up. Yeah, so so we were going to play three rounds, three games of that. And I think the, the – and, you know, escalating amounts of spankings. Um, and so if I lost – you know, I got spanked. If uh, So the first two uh, – so you need to get in first or second place. So the third and fourth place person would be spanked. Uh, and each round it would be more and more escalated. So, so if you think about it – so if I got – you know, if I lost, I would get spanked. If I came in third or fourth, I got spanked. If, if DJ got third or fourth, I would get his spanking. If David came in third or fourth, I would get his spanking. Um, and uh, something wonderful happened here, uh, which is that I kind of outsmarted myself by putting David in charge, and, which I love to do. I love when I bottom. You're your own worst enemy. Yeah, the, uh, my fantasy as a bottom is getting myself into an unexpected amount of punishment. <laughs> and in this case, I realized that I was going to be spanked every game regardless of the outcome. Well, yeah, because that's how we set it up. Yes. <laughs> and But well, he's when, when I put him in charge, he said, no, only the first two, the bottom two, get spanked. And so that meant that I was going to get spanked every round. Um, you know, he could have set up an only the, he could have set up a game where only the, the last place person gets spanked. So then there would be like a 25% chance oh, that I would. Okay. But this way, I would automatically get spanked every round. In fact, since well, it was... The math worked out because there were four of us. Yeah, in fact, since you know the amount of punishment, you know, I would get, I could get both the third and the fourth place punishment. I'd gotten myself into a situation where if I won, I could actually end up getting twice as much punishment <laughs> if they had both, if if the two of them came in third and fourth, I would oh, get their punishment. So I completely like, I was completely hosed. <laughs> Which was awesome. So you so yeah, I got spanked. So the first round, I came. In, I actually won the first round. I think I did. Yeah, I won the first round. But but um, but David came in third, and you came in fourth. 
no, no, no. Yeah. Um, DJ came in third. You came in fourth. I don't no, remember I don't... exactly what our places were. I just know that I got spanked that round too. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> I, I got spanked by by David. So very. It was like a five minute head spanking, which doesn't sound like a lot for people who listen to the podcast, but. But David turned out to be a very, very yeah, strong hand spanking. When he's spanking you, it, it's a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it hurt quite a bit. And then the second round, um, I at this point, hilariously, I wasn't throwing the game. I'm usually very good at games like this, but I was just like so kind of amazed at what I had kind of gotten myself into that I couldn't even come up with decent answers for anything, and I just kind of failed miserably. <laughs> So the second round, like I was spanked by, essentially I was expect, I was spanked by everyone. Essentially, didn't yeah, you? So, so all, yeah, even I got in on it. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, you and DJ put me up in diaper position. Yes, and then we we each pretty much we we picked the cheek and just went to town. Um, we got a pretty good rhythm going. Yeah, we were we were spanking simultaneously. For a while, each of our hands coming down at the same time. Yeah, and I'm I'm not was... terribly fond of that position either, but I, I stuck it out. <laughs> and then and then David David let his bully out, and he spanked me again just because he wanted to, as he should have. Yeah, uh, and so then the third you know and then the third round was paddles, um, and I think did you get paddled? I think both you, you know, and I got. I don't, I don't I don't remember if I did or not. If I think maybe. I think I did not actually, but I would just DJ just rubbed my butt for the oh, last round, and yes. then we watched we watched you get paddled. Yes, I got paddled <laughs> quite a bit, and then the topper, the topper. You know, we talked about how David and DJ like to roll reverse, so they have these beach paddles, those big round paddles, but they have those ones from the the 60s or the 50s that have the holes drilled in them, and we, you know, people have an obsession with with paddles with holes in them, and they think that. They sting more. They most of the time they actually don't. Um, there isn't enough wind resistance for it to matter. But when you get those big round paddles, then it does. So you know those big round beach paddles are kind of novelty paddles. You you can't really punish someone. You, you know it does, does a little sting. They're not pointless. But if it's someone with you know not a huge amount of tolerance, it's fun. The ones with the holes in them though, they really do sting because they really do reduce the air resistance. So. He gave me 60, which is exactly the number oh, of really? slots that I gave him, um, all bare butt, and he gave them to me as hard as I gave the Jakari to him. And we, we all enjoyed the sight of you getting your just desserts. Yes. So, so, yes. It's given us, reflected back onto you where it, where it belonged. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, so the bully, the bully, so, so revenge on the bully. But it was not oh. over. That was just believe with a very red butt. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes, I had. Um, so the, yeah, I had a very red butt, and um, he. For those of you who paddle hard, uh, probably know that or have been paddled hard. Um, since it compresses, you know, the, the butt muscles and the blood vessels, the blood vessels in your ass crack can um, can pop and cause bruising, and so I had bruising in my ass crack from that. Uh, to, to give an indicator of how hard those swats were. Ouch. Yes. Which I enjoyed. I, I should mention that I love, I love when I can take a punishment that marks me up like that, I love it, particularly because it's been a long time since I've been able to do that. Uh, so I was very, very happy and very, very sore. <laughs> but it so, was not over. Um, it was over for yeah, that well, night, though. 
Um, yeah. So for for that night, despite the um, the bruising and throbbing of your behind, how how did you sleep that night? I did. Curiosity. I did finally get sleep. Thank God. <laughs> I. <laughs> I so I was yeah I was actually up for twenty four hours straight I, I tried to go well more than that because I tried to take a nap in the afternoon and I got maybe about half an hour's worth of sleep um, and so but that night I slept fine of course obviously thank God <laughs> thank God yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how you would have done a second day without any sleep that might not have been a pretty sight. Yes, so so as folks who've listened to me uh, on the podcast, know, as once I once I realize that I can that I have that bottom connection with somebody, I want to keep it going. Um, so and they become they become tops for me. So you know, so 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 uh, boss man and the bully, you know, are both my tops, and they can spank me whenever they want to. And so the next morning. Uh, we went out to breakfast. Um, we we ate out at uh, at an IHOP. Um, and uh, the, first of all, the first thing that happened is like DJ double parked brutally, brutally double parked, completely like did, like splitting two parking spaces. There was plenty of room. Um, <laughs> but you're the one who pointed it out, though. I did. I pointed it out. But the funny thing is, like, I was just explaining In an effort to get him spanked. Yes, I was trying to get him spanked. Uh, but what I had done, though, is I, I had told them about, you know, that they had put me in bottom mode. And that meant that, you know, when the two of them want to spank me, I get spanked. And it's, you know, it's it's up to them, their decisions, um, because they just they got me into that position or into that situation where I felt I felt comfortable being a bottom for them. The chemist, whatever chemistry I needed, I had that chemistry. And so I said that to them, but then I immediately tried to get DJ in trouble. <laughs> yeah, like a brat. Like a brat. Um, and then, you know, so, so David pointed this out and he's like, you're, you're trying to get, you're trying to get DJ in trouble in order to get yourself into trouble, aren't you? And it's like, me. <laughs> and so he said that he was going. Yeah, you like the book. And so he was going to write me up. Uh, so I was going to be punished at dinner. Um, so I had that hanging over my head. Um, and so, you all know, all day long. Yeah, all day long. So, cause that was going to be Saturday night. So, so, so Saturday, a lot of, a lot of other playing going around, a lot of other spanking, expect a few more guys. Um, one of the things I learned, I, I would say from this, in some seminars and rain, um, and some more pool time, um, one of the things I think I learned, um, people who would listen to the podcast, who really, really like the bully dynamic um, that I talk about in spanking. Um, and they wanted me to bring the bully out for them. And that didn't really happen and because I didn't really know them. Uh, in fact, I tried. And so what happened to this one guy who had contacted me, he was like, I, I really want to be bullied. You know, um, uh, I really want to be spanked very hard and I want to be bullied. So I said, okay, um, so I kind of, I, I tried to set up this thing like, well, he was on recon, so I was going to send him messages on recon, and he had to respond to them. Um, and, you know, if he was going to submit to me, you know, when I, when he came, you know, when I told him it was, he was going to come get a spanking, he was going to come get a spanking. So he's like, okay. So I brought him out to the dungeon, um... And, you know, I was, thinking, I was thinking, like, the dungeon, there was no one else in the dungeon. It was a little bit too private. So I was going to 
bring him back to my so I decided to bring him back to my room which he thought meant it was going to be more private he's like oh good I, I kind of wanted it to be private and it's like oh okay cool because uh, I was about to humiliate him because my room was, you know, like I, I said before, my room was in the corner. It was very open. I could open the blinds and open the door. So I said, okay, well, so I brought it back to my room. I was like, okay, you said you wanted to be bullied. The thing about being bullied is is I'm going to be the one who decides, you know, the, the, the details of the spanking. And in this case, no, it's going to be open. It's going to be the door, the blinds open. So, so I was going to humiliate him because I see humiliation as an important part of bullying. Yeah. That's that's how you see the bullying dynamic. Yeah, yeah, and so I so I started, you know, and we went on for a few minutes, and then he 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 stopped. He broke the scene. He's like, I can't, I can't. It's too public. And it's like, oh, okay. And so I was a good, you know, despite being the bully, I'm also, you know, a very careful, thoughtful top, and I realize that this is a problem. So, so what he really meant when he said he wanted to be bullied is he wanted me to spank him very hard, and he wanted me to call him names and say mean things to him. But he didn't want public humiliation. He couldn't give yeah, up that, that much. Was, that was the deal breaker for him. Yeah. So, so he did get. I, I punished him throughout the weekend very hard, but it was always in his room behind closed doors with the blinds and the windows shut. Um, so there were no other witnesses. So it wasn't really bullying. So, so that kind of. So, so I kind of like adjusted my expectations, and I just made it an opportunity to get to know a lot of people. There was a, another another gentleman who, who wanted me to be more of a bully to him. And it's like, but I was just getting to know him. Um, right. And like for, for the bully thing, you need like a base, like level of communication first, right? You like, need yeah. Because otherwise you can't just bully someone who you've just met because then you're, there might be overstepping right. bounds that you don't know about and so on. Yeah, yeah. For the guys that I bully, they're 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 guys that I've known for you know a while, and I know their levels. I know how much they can take. I you know I, I get to know their turn-ons and their turn-offs. I, I get to know how to play with those things. But these are just guys that I've literally just met, and so yeah, I wasn't really able to do that. I was able to drag him away from breakfast one morning uh, to to bring him back. To oh, me. It was nice. like it's like it was like are, are you enjoying yourself? It's like yes. Yeah. Like oh well, that ends now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, time for, it's time for your spanking. He was like very excited, and of course that's something that bottoms love when they when you have good chemistry and something that I'm remembering, you know, more and more as a bottom. If you trust someone to spank you, you love it when the top comes to get you for the spanking and not having to ask for it. Um, and that's kind of what sometimes when people say they want to be bullied, that kind of also is what they mean. I want I want someone to just come and tell me that I'm getting a spanking, and it's not about punishment or anything like that. I'm just I just want you to come get me and spank me. Um, so, but that was kind of a learning experience about about bullying. That that bullying is something that you have to kind of get to know someone before you can really start doing that kind of behavior with them, because you want to make sure that they can take it. And that they're in the right headspace. Otherwise, it's just abusive behavior. Um, right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Yep. And then, um, did you? So, did... so tough, tough to do that over one weekend, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 So, but it's something to learn. And actually, as from that experience, I was telling the organizers that if I come back, you know, next year, maybe I could do a panel talking about bully play, and you know, talking about what things to 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 how to approach it in in different ways. So, but. So, but then dinner, so did you guys, you guys were, oh, um, so there were some private play spaces as well. So David, David and, and, and DJ took, fooled around in, in those private spaces for a while. Oh yeah. So, something about a sling. I, I don't know the details. Yes. There was a, a room with a sling. Um, <laughs> not sure what they did, but that's what the private rooms are for. Um, 
and we just had a fun after fun casual afternoon. Um, one of the things that I, I really kind of realized about that's great about these weekends is um, when something when the spanking play takes out over a couple of days, it completely um, reduces stress levels and tension in connecting with people. In the, you know, well, first of all, if you've ever went to meet with someone that you didn't know um, from, if you've, you know, hooked up on Spank This Hookups or Recon or whatever, uh, there's a tremendous amount of pressure you feel like you have to play. And you feel very yeah, disappointed if the course. connection, and you feel very disappointed if the connection's not there. Um, at Moonburn, the stress levels are a little bit lower, but it's still, it's like a four hour thing, and you want to spank or be spanked. Otherwise, you know, why did you? go and so there's still yeah, a certain level not, yeah but stretch out over a whole weekend like this you know you have to get to know the guy first um you have to know how your interests might intersect with theirs and how you pretend play off each other there's a lot less pressure whereas with moonburn it's like you what you want to get some spanking in or else you feel like you wasted the time you know like like when i know when i went to my first moonburn when i went to uh, california that one time i i didn't want to i definitely didn't want to waste the opportunity it gave me because I hadn't done much spanking before that, so I wanted to get the most out of it. Whereas at DAW, you know, yeah, you obviously want to do a lot of spanking there, but there's a lot less pressure to you know spend every spare minute slapping ass. It's like no, you like you take. <laughs> there were many hour breaks between spankings, which which was good. Um, I don't know about you, but I've, I'm a pretty introverted person. I think by probably by Saturday evening, I was my energy level had dropped by a lot. So I think like the last day or two, I didn't even do very much spanking anymore just because I, I didn't feel like I had enough energy to like do justice to people who wanted to play with me, but that was okay. You know, I, I still got to watch a lot. Um, and yeah, I, 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 I still mess around with, with David and DJ just because with them it was easier because, you know, we had that connection already. Yeah, it was, it was the, the, the weekend was essentially the perfect length. If it had been, if it had been longer, it would have been like, People would have been burned out. Um, burned yeah, out. it would have started to drag, I think. But and, and it was it was to, to be the length it was. Like if it was too short, there'd be that pressure again. But yeah, yeah, the with the four day thing, I, I think it was pretty much that was the, the perfect ratio of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact, because one of the guys I spanked, I had planned on spanking him Friday. The, the, the guy that I dragged back to my room from breakfast, I had planned on. Probably going to see him on Friday, but he had just gotten his bag for a couple guys, and he was he was too sore. So I was like, okay, and so I gave him night to recover, and then I went and went and tormented him, and so then so so then dinner came around, and so then the second uh, the, the second part of the the revenge on the bully came into play, and so they kind of did to me what I had done to them. Um, David uh, sat down and filled out the form in front of me. Um, let me know that what I was getting. I went and let the um, let the organizers know that that they're going to be getting they're going to be getting a form with my name on it, and let them know that in advance that I had approved this. Uh, because right. again, because I was there as a top, and I didn't want them to think that someone was trying to like force me to do something I didn't want to do. Um, and then I asked Brian to to record it for me. <laughs> Uh, yes, I got to take part two. <laughs> yes, yes. So, so what happened? I, I, I think when I got up with the rest of you, people thought that I was also to be spanking you. <laughs> yeah, I was holding the phone. That's all. <laughs> no. So, so what ended up happening is um, uh, they they brought me up front uh, 
to be spanked and I got um, 10 uh, so there was a spanking there was a horse that they, they put me over and it was all, well it was the, the, it was a it, the, there was a little fun little mind game joke with it as well it was supposed to be on my underwear and then on my bare butt um, oh. but uh, I was wearing nothing but jock straps this weekend my, my jock strap fetish was in, in full so so I had been wearing so I my butt was completely unprotected uh, so I dropped trow and outmaneuvered and, a den yeah um, <laughs> but I knew that was going to happen so, so drop trousers uh, you know and everyone of course saw that saw that I was wearing a jock strap um, and was, the funny thing was like no one was the, the whole fact of everything that I've talked about on the podcast came to play. Absolutely, no one was surprised that I was going to be taking a punishment um, because. Well, every... well, I mean, I think when they saw your pants drop and your butt was already all bruised. I yeah, think. that too. <laughs> yeah, so I climbed on the horse. Yeah, I still had the the bruises in my in my butt crack from the previous night. And so they they each gave me um, ten with their hand, and then um, DJ had another one of those paddles. So, so they gave me each gave me ten again with those 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 nasty beach paddles with the holes drilled them, like like alternating yep. between them. Yep, and I was growling, and uh, people could could hear me. That's where like for for I, I've mentioned this on the podcast when I get into the certain part of the bottom zone where I'm the pain is really pushing me, but I like that it's pushing me. I growl. Um, the, the beast takes over. The beast takes over, yeah. And uh, so I was growling in, uh, through all that, and and it was a good time. Got lots of applause, and uh, I'm glad <laughs> I did that. So the the exhibitionist in me is coming out. I'm I'm becoming more and more like uh, Aaron, my character from Aaron's game. Uh, <laughs> plug plug book here. <laughs> yes, plug book here. Yeah. Um. And so then that was really, that was, gosh, um, that was really a, a, a lot. Um, so uh, what sort of challenges um, did, you, did you kind of, like, we've talked about how great, it was, first of all, yeah, it was a great, 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 a great party. Um, it was easy to talk to people. It was easy to find lots of other dudes who were into spanking. Um, but, you know, there, there are always challenges uh, when, when stuff like this comes together. Um, uh, and first of all, you know, of course, making sure that people are into what you're into um, and, and not trying to take advantage. Like I, I, when I, when I started this whole thing with David and DJ, I planned out that whole section at the beginning, just to make sure that everyone was on board and that I was not right. taking advantage of them. Yeah. You didn't just like, you know, stride up to one of us and be like, you're getting a spanking right now. And like, you know, take him by the ear and drag him away. You, yeah. you, you got to know us first. There had been a, a prior conversation yeah. previous to this. You, you knew them through me. I think I told you a little bit about them beforehand as well. So, yeah. you know, you sort of, you already had an inkling what their own preferences were. So you, you tried to make sure you wouldn't be stepping on, you know, doing something that they would like. Yeah. 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 And then, so, you know, um, uh, some things happened, you know, uh, the one thing I can think of that happened is um, one guy. I wasn't there for this. We were actually we were all hanging out in the talk, in the hot tub talking about Magic the Gathering. Um, <laughs> one guy uh, at the party uh, apparently drank got drank a little bit too much. Got 
got upset because two there were a couple of gentlemen that he thought were very attractive and I think he wanted to be spanked by them. And apparently they were not interested in playing with him. And he apparently got upset, uh, loudly, vocally upset with them for not wanting to be spanked. Oh or not wanting or not wanting uh, to spank him. To, to spank. Yeah, and it's one of those awkward things just to remind folks that, yes, you're in a, a vet full of guys who are into spanking, and it's wonderful, but it doesn't entitle you to spank or be spanked by any particular people. Um, uh, you know, get to kind of know people and what people are interested in. Just kind of don't um, assume things. Yeah, you know, just feel like, think of if it was you in the other person's place. And, you know, just treat people with, with well, respect. That's no, don't 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 do that. The, 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 imagine you're so so. Here's a here's the thing when when the whole imagine that it's you. So some people like to be objectified, you know. Some people like to be treated. So there was like um, uh, David thought that maybe people. I think at one point he was considered people were kind of a little bit handsy with him because they they saw that he was a really tough bottom and he, that he could take a, a lot. And some people kind of thought that that meant that he was really comfortable with being touched a lot. Um, and he wasn't so much. Now, I had a buddy. Um, well, we we both have a buddy who's a, a spanking bottom that we know from Texas, um, with an amazing butt. Oh, so good. And so I love, good. yeah, and I love showing it off. Um, and he likes that I do that. So I was kind of pipping him out because it was his first time. It was all of our first times at the party. It was his first time. And like, you've got to check out this guy's butt. And I was like making him turn around and showing everyone his butt. It's like, it's the most amazing butt. And he loved it. But <laughs> I did that because I know him and I knew that he liked it. And he reinforced right. that to the weekend. I was like, I love how you're like pimping me out to other guys. Like, good. And so I was like able to kind of be this sort of, not the mean bully, but, you know, I'm like, as a top, I'm like encouraging other tops to spank this guy. Right. So when when I said imagine yourself in another person's place, I really what I should have said is just you know be aware it's another person. Yeah. That you're dealing with, you know, a, a, a human being. <laughs> yeah. Who, who you need to understand their preferences before you just start trying to uh, yeah. uh, take advantage of them. I guess. Yeah, and I think, um, gosh, I think that's it. We've it was such a, a wonderful thing. I mean, what I came away with is that. We need to have more events like this. Um, I definitely want to come back next year. I'm going to do everything in my power to, cut, to try and come back to Badass Weekend number 10. Um, Whoa. Big anniversary. I wonder if they'll do anything special for it. Yeah. Um, there, it was, it's a great way. It's one of those things that, that you feel like it would be an intimidating way to join the spanking community. But it is not. It's wonderful, low-key, low-pressure fun. Um, and you, you know, yeah, it was it was very laid back. You know, you don't need to participate if you don't want to. It's you can just go and hang out with a bunch of other guys who who like spanking. Yeah, and yeah, one of the organizers offered, and I asked him this later. I haven't talked to him since then, though. But one of the organizers offered to come be on the podcast for an episode where he talks about the kind of work that they do to organize one of these events. Oh, that would be super interesting. Yeah, so we can see, so we can talk about, like, if you're thinking of, of wanting, because I could see this, you know, um, there's there's some folks who are talking about maybe doing another one in Palm Springs. I know there's there's talk about maybe trying to do something in Vegas, um, you know, other areas of the, of the country. 
Um, and if certainly there are other S&M, you know, weekend events that take place around the country, larger things where spanking play happens. Uh, but it would be great if there was another, you know, maybe one every quarter, you know. And so if you miss one, you can go to go to another one. Um, but I'm very I'm so happy I went to this. Yeah, it was a really fun time. My butt is still a little sore from it, but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> gradually healing. Don't worry, everyone. I, I can almost sound comfortably again. <laughs> yeah, and, and so with that, we'll, we'll wrap up our, our, our discussion, um, our very, very long discussion on, on Badass Weekend. It was a wonderful time. Uh, much thanks to the organizers. They were great. They worked so hard. They were so nice and so committed to this. It was a yeah, wonderful event. And you could tell they were they they put a lot of effort in. Their doors were always open in case yes. you had any concerns. They they always had a presence around the area. So, you know, in case they were ever needed, they'd be right there. Which was it was really good. They did a good job. Yeah, yeah, good work, guys. Um, you're you're very very. It's a very important role in the speaking community to do that kind of volunteer work. So, you know, while everyone there was praising me for the podcast, I'm going to praise them for, for doing this event and giving us things wow. to talk about on the podcast. So, um, And so to wrap that up, I do have a question um, that someone sent in that is perfect for, for us uh, and for Brian uh, since, you're, since you're here on this episode. Uh, someone sent me a question on Tumblr. Um, hey, I, have, I had a question. Have you ever spanked anyone with a less than spankable butt? Uh, I'm afraid that I fall into that category and won't be able to find a top because of it. So, funny story about Brian. Yes. One of the, one of the things that has <laughs> has uh, you know made Brian a little the reason one of the reasons why it seems that it took Brian so long to actually get into real world spanking play was that he was afraid that no one would want to spank him. Isn't that true? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a pretty I'm a skinny guy. Um, I don't have a particularly you know round or beefy butt in any way. You know, I'm I'm slim, and I guess because I don't fit my own mental image of what a spankable guy. You know, like what makes a spankable guy spankable. I figured, well, no one else will want to spank me either. But that is absolutely not true, and I, not just from DAW, but just from, from my time. In general, in the spanking community, I, I apparently I fit a lot of other people's boxes. Yeah, um, like I mean, no matter what your body type is, there's probably guys who will want to spank you. Like you know, skinny, uh, chubby, you know, whatever you are, there are guys who are into that. Yeah, and I I mean I talk about how you know I love big beefy guys with big great big butts who can take a lot of punishment. You know, and that it's important to not let the fantasies that get presented to us, even in spanking porn, which, you know, is a little bit um, less selective than, than than mainstream porn. But still, we end up with this mentality that if you're not some some twink with a smooth bubble butt, that no one's going to spank you. And it's kind of a thing that happens from porn. In reality, we may have preferences for the sexiest butts, but um, in the real world, chemistry between the top and the bottom is so much more oh, important. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is so like, much more important. Yeah, it's it's the most important thing. Yeah, you know? 
Now, it doesn't mean that you can't do things to kind of, you know, make your butt better. And and it's one of those things is because it's where it is. We really don't, you know, even those of us who are in this making can kind of struggle to pay attention to our own butt. (laughs) So you can't see it. Yeah, you can't see it. And so, like, I, so I've mentioned on the pack, I've mentioned this before on the podcast, I've lost about, I've lost about 50 pounds. And a lot of that actually came out of my butt. I used to have this nice bouncy bubble butt, and I, I ended up with flat white boy butt. Um, and oh, so, but but yeah, I do. It's still quite round. Don't worry. <laughs> I, I go to the I, well. I work. I work. I've started build trying to build it back up. I deliberately made a choice. I keep going to the gym to keep the weight off. In fact, today I think is butt day. Um, and I do exercises oh. specifically to well, kind are, of. Build are it. you doing butt day today, or are you doing the podcast instead? I'm doing the podcast, and then I'm going to the gym to do okay. butt day. Good. Yeah. So, so I do work on building my butt back up. So there are exercises that you can look up that are deliberately designed to help your help uh, make your butt rounder better. And then, of course, search search for glute exercises. You'll a thousand YouTube videos. You can enjoy the view of watching them as well as learn a few things. <laughs> yes, there are some really good ones out there. Um, and then you know, and then and then the other thing is just um, your butt does gross things. It's part of what your butt's purpose. What? <laughs> you mean that's what a lot of butts for? So, but this isn't that kind of podcast. I just mentioned that because it happens to every butt, and but it does mean you need to make a you need to make a very particular effort if you're in this banking scene to take care of your butt for that reason as well, and to keep your butt clean. Um, you know, because that's that's the big issue. I think that's probably more of an issue with the shape or the look of your butt. Um, is that it can it, you know you can put your top off you know you, uh, off of play if if you're not taking care of your butts. Um, yeah. take, take care of your butt. Cleanliness, Please. yeah. Please. Yeah, and it happens. We all have stories about it, and it's just uncomfortable thing to have to say but it's worth pointing out so so just those things and don't worry so much that you're that you don't have the perfect bubble butt it's really more of the relationship with it i've spanked i've spanked pretty much every type of butt under the sun right Uh, if you act naughty enough people will want to spank you (laughs) no matter what your butt looks like (laughs) (laughs) yeah so with that let us wrap up Wrap up this episode. Um, if you want to get in touch with me or ask me any questions, I am on Spank This Hookups as Red SPK Scott. I am on WAPS, Recon, Tumblr, and even Scruff as Red Spank Scott. And uh, the Brian. Whole thing. Oh, sorry. And I am also on, I'm a, on Spank This Hookups as Croup. And I'm mostly on Twitter these days. You can look for uh, my current name is the Manly Unicorn. <laughs> yeah. And so um, thank you guys for listening and I'll see you next time. Ciao.